What's going on, guys? All right. My guest today, uh, Mr. Brandon Duff. So uh, this is part one of my conversation with Brandon. Uh, you get a, a little introduction to him and what he is all about. Uh, and he is all about making as much money with as little time as possible. So we get into how, you know, how this former personal trainer got a ton of real estate, got a bunch of money coming in uh, for each property per month, then moved to Texas. And again, is always looking for ways to multiply his income streams, uh, increase his monthly revenue, but not increase the amount of time he's spending uh, on, on achieving that. So he's all about uh, his company called Boring Passive Income. And, and Brandon and, and I get into the conversation about, you know, white labeling things, re rentals for uh, real estate, and every little thing that you can do, all the little things that you can do to uh, increase and increase your chances to have income coming in, but still enjoy vacations, still enjoy family time, still have the quality of life. And uh, these are some of the things that we talk about because it is so important for Brandon and hopefully a, a bunch of you thinking about that quality of life. So I hope you enjoy. You're listening to Podcasts and Funnels, where we will dig deep into how to fully integrate your podcast into your business. Our goal here is to help you start, grow, and scale your podcast, and hopefully have some fun along the way. Listen in, get your notepad ready, because I will be sharing everything I can to make your podcasting life a fabulous one. Oh, one bonus plan I have in store for you. I will be bringing on guests that will help you be able to start your side hustle, start your real estate adventure, or improve your business's marketing. I'm your host, Corey Carter. Now let's dive in. What's going on, everybody? You're in for a special treat today. Got the one, the only, Mr. Brandon Duff. Now, if you don't know who he is, where have you been hiding? Where have you not been looking? But Brandon's got very fun things. Probably, I don't know, 12 different streams of income. Always looking for a way to make even the littlest amounts, whether it be renting out your car for Turo or building fun software that you get recurring revenue each and every month. Definitely into the crypto and NFT world, I believe NFT, but uh, crypto and crypto gaming and uh, so much more. So Brandon, welcome to the show, being the very first interview of a brand new show and uh, super excited to have you here, my man. Awesome. I'm so glad to be the first. I, this is a pleasure. I, I know we've been talking for a while now, probably for over a year. And so it's so exciting to jump on here and do a podcast with you. Yeah, absolutely. So for those that have been hiding in, uh, under a rock, definitely just give a little backstory. How did you end up with really pushing for what we all search for? And we all want that easy quality of life. I guess not easy, but we want that quality of life where we can do what we want when we want. Uh, but I don't think many people go to the level of extreme that you do in in regards to that. It seems to be like one of the most important things. And so you have money coming in and and one of your terms is uh, the boring passive income, right? Right. And uh, so tell the story of what led you kind of to that and uh, how we got here today. Yeah, definitely. So I was a personal trainer before uh, I did really, really well. I ended up doing not so well and then getting into niching down mostly training business executives that were men that had that kind of mindset of improving all the aspects of their lives. And so I did really well with that. We ended up making 
quite a bit of money, probably well, well over six figures. And I got to a point where I was just training 40 hours a week and waking up super early in the morning, sometimes three or four o'clock in the morning to go train. And I was getting a lot of clients and I started having to take some of my clients and push them to another trainer and started splitting the income that way. And I got to a point where I was training like a lot of people and it was just burning me out. And I, I didn't want to be that 45, 50 year old trainer who was still training clients, exchanging time for money. And that just didn't appeal to me. I, I kind of was just like, you know what, I need to figure out what my clients are doing. And so when I was training them, I started learning about what they were doing, how they were creating businesses. And most of them had real estate as a way to kind of be their retirement fund because most of them were entrepreneurs or pretty high up on the food chain. And so I was like, well, I need to get into real estate because if I get into real estate, if I can just get 10 rental properties, all making $1,000 a month, then I'll be set. I'll be, I'll replace my income, 10 rental properties, $10,000 a year or a month, $120,000 a year. But then I realized, well, I have to wait 30 years to actually experience that because I had a mortgage on each of them. So I was like, I need a different way. And so we bought 10 rental properties and my wife was like, hey, uh, my, my sister is moving to Texas and my whole family is moving to Texas. Is that, is that something you're interested in? And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Because at this point, I was so burnt out on training. I could My clients can kind of feel, feel it because I would show up and I'd be on my phone or I just wouldn't be kind of paying attention. And I've, at that point, all my clients were asking me for business advice because I had 10 rental properties at that time. I had a well over six-figure business. And I was doing a great deal of uh, income. And so by that time, it was more of not really interested in training, but more coaching. And so when she said, hey, let's move to Texas, I was like, let's do it because then I can get rid of all my clients, give them to another trainer. He actually, when I gave him all my clients, he actually was able to buy his fiance a ring and be able to afford things. So that was kind of cool to be able to do that for him. But by the time I was kind of just set, fed up with it. Um, I ended up going to Burning Man. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what Burning Man is, but it's like a, a big event, which is a bunch of hippies. It's pretty cool. And so I went there for a week. I ended up giving all my clients away and moving to Texas and starting over. Luckily for me, I've been kind of frugal all my life. So my rental properties paid for everything that I, I needed. I was pretty much semi-retired in a way uh, by the time I moved to Texas. And so from there, um, I started with the whole online space, didn't get much traction with affiliate marketing, and then getting, got into SaaS or software as a service, and then just started growing my business that way. And then that's how I got into the whole online space. Very cool. Very cool. That, so do you still have those 10 properties that you started out with? 10 rental properties. So we, at 2000, last year, actually, we ended up buy, uh, selling all of our rental properties kind of at the top of the market. Um, I paid off my wife's $150,000 in student loan debt. So she went to USC, she went to Pepperdine, she has like a double master's degree. So I paid off all of her debt. Uh, we sold them all at like pretty much a, a great price, lowered our leverage. And so we got rid of all of our properties. We bought our dream house, which is this house right here. We built it from the ground, not we built it, but we paid someone to build it from the ground up and it's doubled in price. So the we actually increased our net worth, decreased our 
liabilities with all the debt from a million dollars in debt and increase my wife's cash flow. So what we'll, we did really, really well actually with that. And so now we're going to, once the market cools down, we'll start buying real estate again and continue to grow our, our assets here. The reason why we sold it is because one, they're in Las Vegas and there's a high poverty rate in Las Vegas. The rental income is going up so quickly over there that was just not sustainable. And so now you, you see everything going on now, prices are dropping significantly for housing. And so we just didn't think it was sustainable. So we ended up cashing out and doing really well. And now we're going to start accumulating more assets. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So so let's let's dive in a little bit to the software piece, right? Like it's having the recurring income, having you know somebody pay a subscription to whatever kind of software you have it would be amazing but what about those regular folks that just can't create that what if like how how does somebody like me get involved into having my own software what's uh you know i don't know if you created and wrote every line of code in your software or not but like what's what's the how does somebody just think about it there? The secret what yeah. is the, the magic trick so um when i started i like we were talking about i was in affiliate marketing I got into the one funnel away, started doing the funnels and I was like, I'm doing the same exact thing. I'm building myself a business where I'm exchanging time for money. I'm building funnels. And that wasn't for me. And so I, when everyone was promoting click funnels, I thought, and click funnels for those that don't know is like the funnel building service or software that allows you to uh, create a web page in a sense and have like a binary kind of option. You either leave or you opt in or you leave or you buy this product or whatever it is versus like a blog, um, about me page. So it, it is only two options in mm -hmm. a sense. And so when I was promoting that, everyone else the, and their mother was promoting it. And so it was very saturated market and I wasn't a big fan of that. And so I found out about high level and high level is a software that is click funnels on steroids in a sense. And so when I was when I found out about it, I knew that I could, well, they had an option to white label the service and white labeling is allowing me to put my name on it and be able to sell it as my own in a sense and collect hundred percent of the income versus ClickFunnels as an affiliate, you only get like 30 or 40%. And if I was going to be doing something, I wanted to collect hundred percent of the income versus like 30 or 40 for doing hundred percent of the work. And so from there, I pretty much just white labeled it would message ClickFunnels users and be like, hey, I just funnel hacked your funnel in a matter of 30 seconds. And funnel hacking is where you kind of model their uh, someone else's product and put your own code or put your own copy, put your own pictures. So you're not plagiarizing, you're modeling it. And so I showed them that I was able to do that or uh, a similar product from like a two comma club winner, which is someone who's made over a million dollars in a funnel. And so it sent them the video of how I did that. And then I, I would sign them up as a yearly subscription. And so I only had to sell eight of those at $1,497, uh, $1,497. And so by selling eight of those, it pretty much paid my subscription for like two years in full. And so anything else I made from that, it was just money in my pocket in a sense. So what I did was then turn it to a recurring model where I was charging a monthly fee for the same kind of thing instead of uh, a yearly subscription. And so that brought me in cash flow uh, every single month. And from there, I just took that money and hired someone to create a software for me because I needed a tool for Facebook to track my leads, to 
book message people to follow up with people because like when I was a personal trainer, having someone message me and say, Hey, can you follow up in like a week or a month? Um, I got to, you know, get out of this program or whatever that is. It was like trying to find a needle in the haystack because I would get like hundreds of messages a day. So trying to find that one person that said, Hey, can, can you follow up with me when there's 700 other people? It was like impossible. So I needed something to easily tag them and follow up with them. So that's what I did with uh, our tool, which is super Facebook tools and being able to follow up with people allowed me to close more deals, track leads, follow up with people, be on top of mind at all times. And so I hired someone to create that for me. And now what we've done is pretty much copied the same model, which of selling software is we made it so that people can white label our software and sell it as their own also. So now with the digital tycoon, in a sense, people are able to get high level as a, uh, a sales funnel software and then resell our super Facebook tools as their own and be able to collect recurring income that way. And so that's how I transitioned from selling white label service to creating my own service and adding like everything you need in a sense, we're 90% done for you and be able to create your own SaaS company. Nice. And so for for me, it, again, just talking to anybody that might be like, oh, I wish I could do something like that. The the best way, right? Like you don't have to recreate the wheels. So start with something that you can white label, right? Right. I mean, you can even be an affiliate of something you're passionate about, but I'm sure people have had mixed bag of luck in regards to affiliate stuff, just like you. But if you, so if you find something that right. you can white label, that is functional, that you can use in, in multiple ways, that is, a, you know, kind of a, a different within your own niche, right. That you can separate yourself. And then once you've get recurring money from that or funds from there, then you'll start to be able to see where, where's the gap, right. Where's the gap in, in whatever you're trying to do. And that's basically a good starting point to creating a software and then last part of that is you hire somebody to help you build that software, right? You don't have to write your code yourself, right? Right, right. Yeah. And it's just leveraging other people's time because if you have that monthly recurrent income, then you know what you're going to make consistently every every single month in a sense. And you can put that money aside to actually purchase or hire someone to create something for you. And so it makes it really, really easy. I mean, if you think about it, it's just like people selling diabetic strips, right? You're you're reselling a different product, but under your own label, or you see like you go to Ralph's or um, Albertsons or whatever your grocery store is. And at the bottom, the bottom of the barrel, you have Ralph's Albertsons vodka brand or whatever they put their label on for the grocery store, that grocery store vodka. And you're, they're literally just white labeling another product and putting their own label on it and selling as their own. So, and that's what a lot of people do. It's because, one, it's easy. You're not having to store everything. You're not having to take care of all the code. You literally just need to market it and sell it as your own. And you're not having to worry about if it breaks down, you're not having to hire a team to do that and fix it all up because they're going to do that. And you can just focus on marketing. It's kind of like, a, it's, a, it's exactly affiliate marketing, but you're collecting hundred percent recurring income versus collecting 30 or 40%. And so where does one go find all the white labels, right? Like you have, do you have to stumble on it just by kind of how you, as you looked into go high level and, and ended up there or like, is there, 
you know, a good audience for people. I, I would literally like Google your niche. So if like you're into like when I was a, a personal trainer, I could white label creatine powders or uh, protein powders or whatever that is and put my own brand on it. So literally just type in your niche in quotes like fitness or per, or weight loss supplements or software or funnel builder plus the plus sign and then white label. And usually that's an easy way to research and find white label services that you can white label yourself. Love it. Love it. And I, you know, I, I just, I wanted to dig in on those questions just because again, the newbie, right. And, and I'm like you, I've got my ClickFunnels hat on, right? Like I love ClickFunnels. I started in, into the online marketing world in the exact way with the one funnel away challenge. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Ron and I, we were doing some coaching uh, and more stuff in person. And it was like more mastermind type stuff in person. And on our, our limit was the 10 people around the room that would pay us, you know, once a quarter or whatever we were doing. And then I discovered one funnel way. It's like, Oh, we're now online. And yeah, I've done affiliate stuff for click funnels, but it's never like, I just, I enjoy building on click funnels, but I've never been like, Oh, I'm going to go make some money with click funnels in that regard or from click funnels. It's been more, right. uh, you know, just my services and, and stuff within it. So having something like go high level where you could go and actually white label it, right? Now you get to use the software for what you needed to use it for. Plus you've got the funds uh, coming from it and it allows you just so much, so much more opportunity on that sense. Let's be friends. No, seriously, we should hang out. I have just the place for you. Come join me in the brand new Facebook group of the same name, Podcasting Funnels. We will continue the conversation about podcasting share resources around podcasting, tips on funnel setup, page design, and so much more. Can't wait to see you there. All right. Thanks for listening to part one, but don't you worry. This episode is just getting good. Part two will be here soon. And I truly thank you for listening this uh, to this episode and I hope you enjoyed, but I can't wait to share part two with you. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you later. Did you like what you heard in this episode? If you did, I would love it if you could do me a favor. Would you please write a review? Maybe share it with a friend or somebody you think could benefit from this information. Either way, I appreciate you being here and uh, thank you so much.